You're listening to Talk Over Me. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Tomcast. I am Isaac Michael, and that was my impression of a vampire. (laughs) Today I am joined by my two brothers, one older and the other one slightly less older, Nathaniel (laughs) and Seth. And also, is it weird that you got me for a second? My good friend. I thought it was Carter. <laughs> you really had me going there. <laughs> my uh, my good friend, my comrade, the love of my life, Carter. Is Carter here? I am. Okay. Amazing. That was a very delayed response. That was a really delayed response. I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> Wow. So, I have a question for you, boys. (laughs) Never. I have a question for you, boys. Uh, Have you guys ever collected anything? Mm -hmm. No. I feel like... I I collect the skulls of my enemies. Is that weird? No, just my friends, not my enemies. It means I care. (laughs) It's my way to show them, you know... Compassion. Be Carter on the next season of Criminal Minds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like I feel like mom's worst collecting habits on me. You guys, guys agree with that? You think mom's the worst collector? No, no, no. I think that she made me like, like was like I you're going to be interested in collecting. Us, yeah, I was like, I feel like she wanted us, like one of us, to be interested in collecting. She, um, bas- I feel like she, she basically made me to quarters. She made me collect stamps. Oh yeah, she did make you do stamps. I, I did. That. I did find some joy in it. I'm not gonna like say that. I like this like, collection. She wasn't like holding me at knife point, like <laughs> collect stamps if you know what's good for you. But like it was, it, I do think that it was her that was the instigator of this collection mm. thing. But I, you know, I thought it was kind of interesting. I actually collected quite a few stamps from quite a few places. Uh, it's, it's cool. Like I have a distinctive memory of when we were in at our grandparents' house, and you went across the street to get a stamp from... Uncle Eric uh, and Aunt Nelda? Yes, or someone else. And you, you know, yeah, they one, had, of, like, one of them that lived around them had a stamp collection, and my mom was like, you have to show myself. Oh, son. that guy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, I distinctively remember you going over there and I got like you a stamp. I got a Hong Kong stamp and a stamp from Angola. Those are cool. That's actually yeah. pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I don't know what happened. I don't know if mom still has the stamp collection. I... I, you know when my stamp collecting stopped? She doesn't know. My stamp collecting stopped when I tried to get the stamp collecting merit badge, Boy Scouts. And here's the crazy thing: I, that was the hardest merit badge I ever tried to get. <laughs> you know, merit badges and Boy There's Scouts. There's some it's of the, the fringe ones like need passion. <laughs> right. That's really accurate. It's you know. What's that? You're interested yeah. in working with wood? You want to do a merit get badge a about it? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Not now you don't. <laughs> you know too much about Let's the history and not enough about how it actually works. Let's see if you're boy enough to get merit. <laughs> I remember uh I got one for it was like I, I don't even it was like the hodgepodge of like household like fix 'em up stuff. And so it was like a little bit of plumbing, a little bit of uh nailing stuff into walls, a little bit of how to use just tools. And it was like a merit badge, 
and someone's dad was just like a one of the people's dad a was hoarder, a, like a handyman, oh. right? And he was like, they, I guess they like, like, like convinced this guy, like, please just do this. It'll only take a couple of like weeks. You, you know what I mean? You don't have to be that oh, committed. Let me tell you, that guy was not committed. He had like a, like a group of like ten kids. He'd show up every week on like Monday night or whatever, and we'd be like, you'd be like, all right, kids. Man, I imagine right, this well, guy scratching his butt profusely. <laughs> it was like he was just fixing things around Literally. the building, and he just had ten disciples following him, holding his drills and screwdrivers. <laughs> and he was now like, yeah, um, I'm just gonna put plaster on this now. Okay. That's a life. <laughs> oh man, that's great. It's, that sounds almost as bad as the people who teach environmental science at Scout Camp. Oh, those my, are the, oh my gosh, those people. Those are the true scum of society. Everyone close your eyes and like spray a bottle. Like this is what acid rain feels like. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> He's spraying the water from a water bottle on us. Imagine this, but painful. It feels like water. Imagine this, but your flesh is melting off. Yeah. Okay, the, my, my environmental <laughs> science teacher, or mayor badge, the leader guy, was like, man, when I was when I was in Boy Scouts and I was taking this class, I thought, this is terrible. This is so boring. Yep, and like, right. We were like, okay, okay. So, you know, this is some moral lesson about how we should not treat things as if they're boring. And then, he, and then they won't be, you know, whatever. And then he goes... Well, it really is really boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, my the one that I had like hated it. He didn't. He wasn't that player, but they were like, I don't. He hated it so why much. Why are Boy Scout leaders so jaded? Like, just get out of here. It's because they're Boy Scout leaders. Like, I don't know. they spent their whole life around kids, so I can't. That's true. They're like, God, what? I just want to camp, and now my right. wife made me do this because. And then there were in spent, the woods, and I spent all this week. Around 14-year-old cock measurers. <laughs> a bunch of freaking smelly kids who will never take a shower. Oh, there's so much repressed homosexuality here. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Alright, no, no, okay, hold on. We can't go on this Boy Scout tangent, because that's right. a topic for another day. But collections, like, Carter, did you ever collect anything? Nope. You're all a bunch of freaks. I, no, I, <laughs> I Listen, man, never, like, I, everything I've ever I never really concerned. collected anything. That's a lie. Okay, hold on, wait, wait. I have to say, I have to say one more thing because I forgot to mention this. I, what I realized is interesting is that what is super meta if you think about it. That I tried to get a stamp collecting merit badge because the reason I was trying to get the merit badge was because I basically collected merit badges. Whoa. Did you collect merit badges? Pretty much. I mean, I had quite a few that I didn't need. Bro. I, huh. I mean, I got, I got I the only one that actually cared about Scout. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Factual yeah. information. Also, one time, somebody bought me a book. A big old, like, like hard-paged book. As if I'm, like, as if I'm, like, six months old. And it had, like, <laughs> these little clear plastic uh, little cage for, like, three rocks that were a little bit shiny, you know? Whoa. And it was about collecting rocks. And I was like... Thanks for like forcing a hobby on me. Um, <laughs> Please, Christmas. This is your hobby so, now. Speaking of oh. rock collecting, Isaac. <laughs> Isaac is actually a yes, older hobby. brother. Oh, what I remember, you want from me? What I remember give me, is coming give me the, home. Yeah. Give me a psyche. Seeing an egg carton and yes. Seth opening it up, mm-hmm. and inside were pieces of gravel. I genuinely... Not, okay, hold on. 
Okay, we all... I'm, okay, you, you know... In the, you in asked the me South- to give you the psyche. I'm going to give you the psyche. I genuinely have no flippin' clue what I was thinking. The only thing I can think that would justify this in any way is that Nate tried to collect stamps, so there... Ergo, I needed to try to collect something. Anything. Just part of... Yeah, yeah, I'm just following suit kind of thing. Yeah, I was already Nate 2.0. I need to. I need to follow in his footsteps. I have to fulfill this. I have to stay in character. It's a prophecy. It's hilarious because by the time you collected rocks, I probably wasn't collecting anything. You weren't collecting anything at that point, except yes, maybe I like know. I thought I was collecting knives or something. Oh, I do remember that phase. You were like, "Yeah, I got all these knives." It's like these are kind of just rusty. I, I even had a wakazashi. I yeah, yeah wakazashi was the... so crappy. And then Mom I tried to cut a phone book with it, and I broke it. Canada. The phone book is stronger than my Wakasashi. <laughs> the phone book is stronger than my life. I didn't know that. That's a great story. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you need like an actual sharpened thing to cut. I like. I sharpened thing. it. I sharpened it. Did you sharpen Not it that well. well, though, properly? <laughs> I mean, I used a whetstone. Yeah. Mm, you can't do it wrong if you're using a whetstone. Did you pick up a rock and like run it? I know how to sharpen a knife. I know. I know you. It's I actually. I know. I got my whittling. Whatever it's called. Whittling marriage. You can step it off. I never had a corner cut off my whittling. My my whittleman's chip or whatever it's called. Yes. (laughs) I can't remember the name. Is it? It's a. It's a whittling chip. That's I this did have stupid. one cut off Voice because some stupid. kid just crowded me for no reason. Yes, and I hate that. Was trying like, get to get one of my circle, corners. <laughs> I remember the blood circle. It was like, looking back, blood circle. If I measure the blood circle, that's when I will cut the person. <laughs> exactly. It's like doesn't make sense. Like, okay, spin around the circle with your knife facing. If anyone's inside you, your blood circle, tell them to leave. Well, they're dead, do, so I don't know what you want. Why do we keep do going back to why do we keep going back to boys Because we mentioned knives. Here's okay. for all of us. It's very tied to the collecting. You know? Do a whirlwind attack. It really is. If you get too close, you all cut it. It was around that same part of our lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm I will say anything. that the one other thing no, I kind of yeah. have always wanted to collect, but I don't want to ever actually put in the effort to collect. Swords? Like no. Warhammer. No. No, that's too expensive. That's More way too expensive. Swords. What effort? Come on. No, no. Comic books. Oh, oh well, that'll be the easy. No one reads books. those. <laughs> the thing is that I, I really like. I can't justify it because whenever I see the prices for like, oh yeah, like no. issue mm-hmm. one of Invincible, it's Not like a hundred and something dollars, and I'm like, and yeah. me. <laughs> I mean, That's that is crazy. a lot. But at the same time, like, if you're, like, going to be serious about collecting something, you know, not just, like, picking up the rocks out front of your house, then, like, it does, there is a certain <laughs> amount of, like, 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 cost for it, you know? Yeah, I know. I will say that most I coll- probably most, like, should consider myself a collector of Magic the Gathering cards, but I don't yeah, I was about really. To say, that's, that's, like, a notoriously expensive Okay, okay. Tell me, tell me if you guys remember this. No, it's not. It was. It wasn't expensive for. Well, it was kind of expensive. Dead still spent too much money on it. Also, think about how much money Dead spent on the digital Magic: The Gathering that no longer oh, exists. God. Oof. It still yes. exists. It does. Not. Is it the yes. same set that he spent like back? Does like yes. he still has all his cards? Yes. Wow. Cool. I he guess. He could, if he could remember his login, he would still have all those cards. Oh my uh, god. Uh, I've asked him about it before. 
Oh, anyway. my God. Okay, keep moving on so we don't... Anyway. But do you remember? Do you remember going to the comic shop? <laughs> do you remember going to the comic shop? And they would have that big old, like, college mm -hmm. moving tub full of cards. And they'd be yes. like, all right, pay me a buck. You can take a whole handful of these cards. Yeah, it's like, how much you can fit in one hand? That's extremely stupid. <laughs> and then Dad, Dad would, Dad like, was, was, you know, we were there with Dad, and he was like, okay, we can do this. He's and then I was like, I want to grab him, Dad, I want to grab him. He's like, <laughs> he's like, no, your hands are too small. That's actually an excellent it. point. I would do the same thing. But, like, <laughs> no, I can get the maximum value out of this. I, I would seriously worthless. like look down at my child and I'll be like, listen, I can do this. You can have all the cards. I've got bare I know, cards. at the same time, like, the point, if you're, if the kid's going to get The point is grabbing the cards, cards, not... Yeah, yeah exactly. The enjoyment is grabbing as much as we can. You know, like... Alas. It's, it's a dollar. But yes, all of that is it. guaranteed to be draft shaft. Draft shaft? Chef? Yeah. Draft shaft? You're, you're using too much lingo, you've... Yeah, man. Draft, you lost no, yeah. Shaft. 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 Stop. <laughs> Draft. Yeah. Shaft. It's not that Shaft. 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 Stop hey. talking about a terrible actor. Stop hey. talking about Blade. No, I can't. I, wow. <laughs> <Sorry>. um, <laughs> anyways, all of it is probably comments and really bad on commons. Yeah. Oh, and the worst of the worst letters. Yes. You, you collect things now, actually. Who? You. I do? Thing? You collect Platinums. PlayStation Platinums. Boo. Yeah, that's when you brought up this topic. That was, like, where my mind went. Because, like, I would say I used to... Like, I've gone through, like, phases of collecting certain things, as most people do. Like, I've tried, like... I didn't really, like, collect records. I just had a record player, and I had records. Yeah. Um, I wish I had I don't know. I would say that, that the ones that you went after, and, like, how hard you went after, like, searching for them, it was kind of a collecting thing. It was, but it was not like a... It wasn't... I didn't think of it in the same way. I wasn't, like, amassing just... You know what I'm saying? Like, I was looking for, like... The biggest one, or the one that took me the longest to find <laughs> was uh, Joe Cocker's first album. And I could have ordered it online easily, but I just wanted to find it because it's just funner that way, or more fun that way. Um, so it's more about just the act of searching. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like when people go like antique shopping. It's like I want to see what I can find. You know what I mean? Like I could buy this yeah. all on eBay. Let us go to the haberdashery. That's a haberdashery. Um, I would say I collect books now. Uh, that was the other thing. Was like at one point in time, I would I would say I was actually collecting books. But um, now you just give them to me. Now I'm now I'm. It was. It's more of like a. I I've read it. I don't need it. Like I'm now that books are meaningless. Either the half price book. Or to Nathaniel if he's in town. I'm benefiting so much off of your minimalism. <laughs> yeah, and so like I try, I did, I do, I am trying to keep that on. Uh, cool. Like thinning out, but now that I actually live in a bigger house, I'm like, you know, these shelves are real empty. Like I under, I, I like as soon as I moved in, I realized, I was like, oh, this is why people amass stuff, not because they need it, but because it just makes the house feel not empty. And there is something about an empty feeling house. It's kind of like I feel like I need to fulfill something here hmm. um but yeah i guess now it's just playstation trophies you know what it was for a while and this is probably nerdier than playstation trophies uh -huh. is um when i first got my external hard drive i was obsessed with just amassing digital files and so i went through and started amassing a bunch of like Porn. united states court documents and going through <laughs> 
the heck is I wrong with download i also have a lot of maps of national um like forests and national uh oh, that's cool um oh, sh- why am i wow State you know parks what? or something? Yeah, like you know state what? parks maps, and stuff like that. That's fair. Maps are um, cool. I can understand that. Maps are super cool. I also have a, a like all of the National Geographic maps from 1972 nice. till 2015. Um, I think I have almost all of them. Uh, they're sitting in my drawer right now. Those are pretty cool. Um, so I guess I have those collections of those. Um, yeah. So I guess that's what I collect. When really Mountain Helens blows up half the country, you can you know that you show can the maps all to your of... kids. And... Yeah, there you go. Wow. You can download all of Wikipedia on XML. I do. I have that downloaded on XML hard drive. <laughs> that was one of the things I was collecting. Just, Way just information. I was just like, what? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why. There's no reason behind it. It was just like, oh, these things are interesting. You're going to like, <laughs> the world's going to fall apart and you're going to bo- go Book of Eli with Wikipedia <laughs> hard drive from 2015. I have all of human knowledge up until 2015 on this one hard drive <laughs> or i know we you can take your 2015 wikipedia and you can like restore that so that we can all pretend that 2016 <laughs> <laughs> nice over that year what about 2016 don't speak of 2016 you don't speak of it shut your mouth hold your tongue all right <laughs> Okay, so time to talk about blood this, circles. This this video. Oh, we can still talk about blood circles for sure. Anyway, oh, yeah. this video that I watched, oh, and I thought that was pretty interesting. I watch way too much. Circles. I watch way too much YouTube, like, and it's all like analysis bullcrap. Like, it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous when you end up watching more content about content than you watch actual original content. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the video that I watched that I wanted to talk about today was by Turbo Button and some. Rando British dude. Just kidding. He's not that random. He's not yeah, super big either. He's definitely British though. Boy, Turbo he's got a good amount of subscribers though. He does. He does. That's, I, he's not random. I was just surprised I never. Yeah. He sounds exactly like some other YouTubers I listen. Anyway, whatever. All you the British sound alike. Same to me. Racism. Oh, okay. All right. See you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, about. the video we're talking about is how cover systems ruined shooters, and assume we'll have some kind of link to it in the show notes. But I'm going to kind of cover the main points in case you, unlike I, don't have half an hour to blow on listening to some British dude talk about cover shooters. So, um, he... Yeah, that's while eating dinner, so it's not that. Give me that summary. Basically, he basically kind of breaks it down and says, cover systems are terrible, and he, like, right, they ruined shooters. Um, His reasoning behind this is cover systems reduce skill gap. It's kind of his main point. Or reduce skill, yeah, skill cap. So in a shooter where you don't take automatic cover, right, where you don't sit behind a wall or something, you have two sticks to worry about, right? You're moving and you're shooting and you're aiming. And so what he's saying is when you take cover behind a wall, you only have to worry about one stick at a time. Therefore, the skill required to shoot is lower. He also thinks that it makes, he states that it makes there be fewer tactical decisions because all the tactics basically become is, can I be standing up, or do I need to be sitting down? Right, and, like, I think the point he made is that, like, the only real tactic of how to play the game is just, like, you peek behind cover until your screen's red enough, and then you just wait until you're healed again, and then the points are... Damn. Exactly, right. So there's, there's, so there's really only one tactic involved. That's just pop out, go back in, pop out, go back in. 
<laughs> also, there's a joke in there somewhere. It makes gameplay slower because it creates a lot of downtime where you're not shooting and you're not taking, uh, doing anything active. You're instead sitting behind a wall while dudes shoot at you uselessly, and um, you're just healing. Right. He also says that cover systems are boring, and I don't know how much to say about that because I feel like. Well, again, that's a very. I would say that's anyway, also that is both a case by case basis and opinions. Yeah. So yeah. But he just to, thinks, just to well, kind of shut yeah, that one just, down I'm, as a future argument, like that. I I don't know if we want to get into that one too much. Yeah, that's yeah. It's hard to say much about it. I would hope that most people would just see that and immediately say that's an opinion. <laughs> but um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's what I was going to say about Isaac. Your last statement. It's like most of. I mean, like the entirety of argument is mostly opinion you know what i'm saying like yeah i just feel like that one's that one's clearly an unabashedly an opinion yeah like it's it's hard to i would say that's an opinion that's hard to argue with like it's not something yeah, that i just, could convince you. like if you think a game is boring then yeah i guess that's a better way to put it yeah it's just a really yeah, that's, that, was, thing. that if you think a game up. is boring i can't convince you that it's not boring the third thing point that he makes is that difficulty scales poorly and cover shooters um, it, when it gets harder, all that it all that happens is that you spend more time behind cover healing, or you pop out for f- shorter periods of time. And the other thing is that the harder difficulty you create, the more you're behind cover, the less skill is necessary. Does that make sense? The less you have freedom to move around, the more you're u- the less you're using the left stick. Therefore, harder difficulties actually um, harm more skilled players. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So there's like this movement of people that he references that play uh, the Nathan Drake trilogy. Uncharted. Um, yeah, they play Uncharted without, like, on the easiest difficulty, and then they it, don't you take can use cover. The mechanics more. Yeah. They like hamper themselves from using cover. Uh, like, or they they put that own prohibition on themselves because they think that that's more fun, right? So yeah. And then I'm just real quickly gonna say what his propositions are. He thinks would make everything better, and this is all much entirely based on this one game called Vanquish mm. which has a cover system but is not a cover shooter. Any sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't want to go know. into it too much because I haven't actually played the game. I had never heard of it until I literally never even seen it. It looked pretty I've seen it dated. a couple of times but I really? it, it was on the 360. Uh, kind okay, of this is, middle of the, the 360 like... life. Yeah, well, um, they have a remastered version on Steam, and I actually he mm-hmm. made me at least Steam, interested so to play it. Would be in our but, uh, yeah. and the re- the the <laughs> remaster looks pretty good; like it has sixty frames and blah. Okay. Anyway, so these are these are his propositions to fix cover systems. He says you can use cover as a break or punishment for poor play. So you don't like typical gameplay; you won't just be popping in and out of cover, but you take cover when like in order to help you heal. He points out at the beginning of the video, which I thought this was pretty insightful, that the reason why cover systems kind of came about was because of some other things that happen in modern game design, which is hit-scan weapons becoming popular and a health recovery concept. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, health recovery is only as useful as the time you can spend not getting hit. That makes sense? Yeah. Therefore, cover becomes kind of a natural concept, a way to give players... Um, a refuge. A yeah, a refuge. So what he's saying is bring it back to that. Like, why do you, why is cover being used constantly? Shouldn't it just be uh, when you need to heal, when you're like really in trouble or something? 
instead of it being a constant thing. The other thing he mentions is you should use cover in new ways. He accuses games of all these games of using cover in the exact same way, and it's like hard. There's nothing really new between any of them. And then the other thing is he's he's like basically in really general ways kind of says like oh you should just take all the positives that the cover systems grant and put them in more active shooters. Um, find ways to implement them. Stop trying to be like super realistic and think of think outside of the box ways that you could create um, all the same benefits of cover that there are. Anyway, so yeah, that's kind of his point. So what do you guys think? What are some statements? Okay, I'm going to tackle the uh, my first problem with his my first thing that jumps out as me is like kind of something I can pick apart. To say that it's less tactical because the only things that you ever do are pop up out of cover and shoot and then go back down under cover, I think, is an oversimplification of the mechanic and okay. the ability to get around enemies and stuff like that. And also, I would say that that a lot of times is a problem with um, the design of enemies or the design of AI rather than the overall mechanic of cover shooting. Okay, so that's, yeah, I, I'm going to agree with that, because a lot of times when he, like, makes a statement, and then he's like, yeah, cover shooters suck. Look at, cause, and he's, like, kind of has something on screen to uh, put an exclamation point on his statement. It's usually from Gears of War with an, an enemy who's just standing there, and he, pop right. out of, he pops out of cover and just shoots it, and it just stands there and goes, ow, 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 and then dies. And I'm yeah, like, exactly. it has nothing to do with cover systems. And has everything to do with AI. AI, yeah, and that—that's—that was essentially the way I felt about his all. Most of his points was like he's incorrectly tagged cover, like the cover aspect of it, as like what's wrong with this era with of shooters the, and the, game the problem. Years, yeah, rather, the problem but... is not the cover necessarily. The problem that he, most of the problems I feel like that he had um, was just was re- realistically just lazy development. Um, on the grand scheme of things. Yeah, and it was... Limited by, like, the ability to have, like, we didn't have good AI for video games back then, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, not as nuanced back then, at least. I feel like what he should just be saying, people just weren't creative with shooters back then, and video games as a whole during that era were pretty cut and dry. I'd say, like, not, like, holistically, there's still plenty of... Things actually became pretty stagnant, like, in that era of games, I feel like. That's the time of um, us excusing Assassin's Creed, like, Assassin's Creed repurposing stuff, and Call of Duty repurposing stuff all all the time. Yes, that was the era of just the sequel, where everything was just, like, series and just yeah, just pump out a game every year, so that way we can... The classic meme of all the protagonists being brown-haired, gritty-looking guys with five o'clock shadows. Mm. Um, So, like, Uh, that's the majority of his problem, I feel like, is that everything was the same. The guy, uh, Turbo Bun, as he is wants to be called, uh, (laughs) like, he he mentioned that, you know, you gotta add more things to make the cover portion, the cover, like, hiding behind cover more interesting. And, like, you know, there are some games that, like, in that general area of time when most games were uh kind of stagnating like you said like the the wow i actually almost forgot the name again even i just remembered it. like inversion they tried to add the thing where you switch gravity on people to add a different gameplay loop 
to just, you know, sitting on the opposite end of a rubble-strewn room and shooting. But, like, eh, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of times the things that they're trying to do, like you're saying, like in wooden version or whatever, it's it just ends up being gimmick. Yeah, it's a gimmick. They just like, here's our game's gimmick. Do whatever. And Here's a cover maybe. shooter, but you can also occasionally do this. Right. And like, okay. the, he, he had an example of Quantum Break, I think, which I also have not played. But he would like compliment Quantum Break for trying to like think outside the box. You probably won't. And bash it for Xbox not one, doing so. it well. And I'm like, that exactly. Your problem isn't cover shooters. Your problem is just not Poor doing games. things well. Poor games. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think the other thing is that he wasn't realizing is that two of his like examples in the video in terms of just visuals was Mass Effect and Uncharted. He only showed Mass Effect once. He showed Mass Effect he... like three times. Oh, I only saw it once. I think. He showed Mass um, Effect two and Mass Effect He one. never actually <laughs> ragged on it yeah. himself. Yeah, he never mentioned it really. But... Yeah. But what I'll say about for Uncharted is that though I, though I don't like the combat in that game, I love the story. And I think that's kind of the point, and why that game is simple in terms of combat. Def- it's not about. Yeah, it's not. It's not really. On... I don't even think of it as a cover shooter. I think of it as kind of a like pseudo almost platforming game sometimes with a really good story. You yeah, know, the I guess... focus of the Uncharted games is definitely on the temple yeah. crawling and puzzles and whatnot. I don't. I think there combat. are very few people who like finished the Uncharted games and said. Wow, that gameplay was spectacular. No, I've never said that. I've played them uh, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like it's just it's, it's yeah. Easy I guess to spot. I guess it did. It did seem like a cover shooter to me, just because I spent so much time replaying missions because the game was straight up stupid. The gameplay was straight up stupid. Uncharted They're, Three had they, very unfair level design because they had so many levels yes, where enemies just spawned did, behind you. He, yeah, yeah, he did make a point about Uncharted Three. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think I think that I, that is lazy. A lazy way of forcing you out of cover. Well, same thing with the and makes your and really makes your original too. level yeah, design that was actually pretty good, pretty freaking bad. Like it turns <laughs> it turns like what good level design you had in the cover shooting into really bad level design. Like it yeah. just it just immediately like turns the other way because why are there enemies behind me? I thought I had a safe position. Yeah, four probably has the better gameplay loop out of all of Uncharted Four. I mean. Just because no, it has like definitely just because it adds refined gameplay. Yeah, it adds a little more. It gives you more like mobility options and stuff like that. So you know, it's not just it doesn't spawn people in behind you or just mm-hmm. grenades your way. And I will say that in the case of Mass Effect, and though he never really mentioned it, but I will yeah. say this is a case where I think that cover shooting is a good like is a good use. Yeah. Is in a case of an RPG like, but and it's also said this like before that complemented you, by the powers. Like exactly. you can do stuff besides just shoot the top of their head or whatever. Yeah, um, and he said he said this options. in his video that you can't just make cover shooting your only mechanic because it's not that much of a mechanic in the first place. Yeah, and that 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 part is pretty fair. Like, you, yeah, and that I think that's really fair. Far, just I don't know. I'm even gonna I'm even gonna question that. So here's kind of what I'm thinking, and this was this also goes into his statement about skill. The way he's looking at skill, I think, is very narrow minded. Skill isn't just how many things you're doing at once. If you want a game with high skill, why don't you just have a game that forces you to flip the controller upside down and use your pinkies? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's not just because this game has higher skill like requirement doesn't mean that it's a better game. That's and that's a sort of stupid thing to say, I think. And so here's so here's what I'm gonna say. 
like, okay, so you look at a game, the simplest, like the simplest game you can think of, you can look at uh, Line Runner. Is that what it's called? Or not Line Runner. Um, Line Raider or whatever? Um, the one where you're the little cube and you hop over the spikes. Oh. On phones. Um, it's like Impossible Game or something like that. No, impo- oh, Impossible Game is good too. V, 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 V. Yeah, those, no, so those kinds of games, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it's super simplistic, you just have like one button that just flips gravity or hops. Yeah. And it's it's not that's not complicated. It's not using two sticks and holding two triggers, which makes it a higher skill. But those games are freaking hard. Because it takes you know like saying? a high level of execution. There's a difference between skill and complexity. Yeah, That's and I think I think that cover shooting, even though like he was knocking cover shooting for that being like that being the reason it why it was less complex than like playing Doom. But sure. I think that right. that is what made it a good mechanic. Is that so many people that come from PC gaming onto console gaming say I can't aim with a stick at all. I can't play right. with a stick, but they can play cover shooters because it's. Well, There's I guess what I'm trying to, to it. well, I guess what I'm trying to say is this: like on Uncharted, which is like transcends like like just the gaming community. I don't think that game would be nearly as accessible, accessible if it yeah. wasn't as accessible. Well, as, I think that yeah. it would be. I think the yeah, same thing goes for um, Mass Effect. Like so many just like CRPG fans can get into it, you know, and so right, many people also that game are, don't even play that many games. You know, what I'm saying like it, it, they they can come to it and they can play it. And so that fine. game did have tactics, so... Anyway, well, okay, yes. here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. You can make a, a third-person cover shooter that has high skill cap, but what you... And it's not about changing the system. The system can still have a high skill requirement. Just make the amount of precision required to shoot people higher. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, make, smaller, stop simplifying the shooting mechanic faster. and... Make it and yeah. the, AI, I'm, the AI being smarter with all you know exactly you're allowing depth right so the the balancing can be just changed because of what you're allowing the play the tools you're giving the player so in Doom the yeah you have to you have to oh you have to use two sticks so higher skill cap but also enemies can miss you but in in a cover shooter enemies don't miss you yeah they you know what I mean above cover mm-hmm. you yeah and so this so the balance the game balancing can be the, exactly the same with different systems. It's like he's like equating shooters where you move and shoot and with shooters where you don't move and shoot. And yeah. And I agree that I agree that like these these games some of them are are freaking easy, some of them are boring, sure. But like you're saying said like it has nothing to do with the system itself. It has everything to do with the developers. Yeah. And like another another feeling I got from watching it is that he holds like you're saying like he holds movement as like the highest yeah, you know he saying? clearly like, came from playing like Quake and Doom. Yeah, and this is yeah. like if that's true, then Quake would be the greatest shooter that's could be made because it's I just find Quake you know so like, boring. Quake, <laughs> yeah, but like it's all about movement. That's that's the entire like, game. Quake so, like, one and two the... bore me to tears. That's just the truth. <laughs> I've never played Quake. I just you know what I'm saying like I, I will say though that like we are we are bashing bashing this guy's assumptions or not assumptions uh, conclusions, but I would. I mean, his video was like yeah, his video well wasn't made. bad. Like it wasn't like that's true. Point yeah. argued. He made would, like yeah, right. like points that were like um, he got you from A to B. It was just yes, the problem. Definitely, was A to B wasn't just the right route, or we don't f- think that that was. I route. I would be willing to listen to more videos by him. I didn't agree yeah. with like his his overall tract, but I do I did agree with some yeah, of his it propositions. Was, there was some quality there. I agreed with some of his propositions, and 
he did convince me that Vanquish is worth a try, and at least in the, yeah. at least for how it like it seemed interesting. Yeah, at least for how it its take on cover shooting. Mm-hmm. I I will I also... say that I also I do think that he has some point to like them that cover shooters can be less interesting inherently by design if you don't do something else with it. And I think right. that he's right. And the example that I think that he used the best was uh, the order 1886, 87. You got it right. 86. You're right. Okay. 1886 looks like a freaking boring game. Like whenever I, everything that I've watched about it, like just doesn't look interesting. Yeah, it looks like I, a bucket like of sludge. It, yes. But the, the, again, the problem there is that, that is a game that that is not its only problem with the game is the cover shooting. The problem, you know what I'm saying? Like the problem with the game is that there is not good gameplay and there is not good enough content outside of the gameplay to substitute the bad game. So yeah. there's nothing, it has nothing to make up for it. I also thought it was interesting that he never mentioned um, The Division. Did you think that was weird? Yeah, um, I did think that that was weird. I'm wondering if he's he... a solo player and he's never played The Division. Uh, why do you say that, Nate? So... Well, just because I feel like the way it handled cover shooting was significant. And it was it's... a bit different from a lot of his other examples. I honestly don't oh, without being a super like, far departure. You'd have to remind me what I'm wondering if it's because it doesn't really do a good job of supporting his example. And he probably couldn't find footage of it supporting his example. Like, he never he never used Mass Effect as an example verbally, but there was right. a few shots where it did fit his examples. And I mean, that's that's a good way. Yeah, of I guess a the video. thing is, with, with like, Vanquish, that's I'm not faulting Vanquish, him for it. I'm just saying that that's Vanquish as his example. But like, that's because Vanquish like truly wasn't a cover shooter. It just yeah, had a cover that, system. That was, see, I did. I did have that about problem. Using like, Vanquish as an example. All right. Vanquish was made by Platinum, who mainly makes character action games like Bayonetta. So, Uh, like, Vanquish is, like, the most isolated exception to the rule you can think of. So, you know. Yeah, so it just was strange to me that Division was mentioned, especially when power is being used to adjust cover, since uh, it has a thing where cover grants um, special abilities, it has a shield that you can move around with, it has enemies that do different things with your cover, and also it has yeah. cover that's that's like the way cover is set up, like the level design mm-hmm. um, is set up to where you your cover it become, eventually becomes um, like bad at some point, but in a way that's not as abrupt as Uncharted Three. Speaking speaking of level design, I am somebody that really appreciates good level design and thinks that level design is a very important aspect to video games, and it's something I notice often. I um, think it's not a good aspect. Well, yeah, I. <laughs> I, th- I, I, <laughs> but I, I think inside. that let me shoot in a straight line. In, no. in the case of third person, or of in uh, cover shooters, a lot of times they have really good um, level oh. design that has ways to flank and has different ways to play, and the right, way that he that's... like by footage the. The way that he was doing it was the most direct and boring way. Yeah, standing so up he was like, on the opposite end and shooting. And he almost it. never had footage of someone moving from cover to another. And I feel like that was just so intentional. Like, I don't sit in the same piece of cover the entire time in any of those games. Yeah, and that's most of the time, like, I don't use the assault rifle, like the vanilla assault rifle the whole game. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's... Yeah. And there's so many different things to it, especially in... I think I feel like that's where the complexity really comes out in 
uh, cover shooters is that you have to find, if you're going to, like, snipe somebody, you have to find the position where you will not get flanked. Or if you are going to rush them, you need to find the best path where you will take the least damage to get to them and then kill them. You know, and there's Mm -hmm. there's a variety of weapons to it that can also contribute to uh, how the or what affects the level design and the way that the enemies move around the level. And I like uh, all the Gears of War stuff that did look like bad level design, to be honest. And I've never played a Gears of War game, so I don't know. I'm not trying to bash on it. I'm just saying what I saw. Um, the video. Gears of War, I don't particularly like them, so I don't. I would agree that, that my main problem with Gears of War was probably level design, but they also the, their style was more like horde waves, like actually yeah. assaulting you rather than you going towards the enemy, which is a lot of the other ones, like like uh, Tomb Raider, is mm-hmm. usually you going mm-hmm. towards the enemy, not them coming towards you. Yeah, in Gears of War, I've only played it like played three, like a couple times at a friend's house, but. In Gears of War, you get to a section, you walk a bit, you know, plot happens for a little bit. People pretend there's an earpiece in their ear. There's plot? Uh, yeah, they step on it all the time. It's stuck to their oh. shoes. Okay. <sighs> Thank you, Isaac. No, but, You're welcome. you know, plot happens, and then you get to the section where combat occurs. But because of the way it starts, you're on one end of the room, and the enemies zone in from the other end. So you just end up, you know, throwing stones at each other from a brick wall, essentially. So it's, it's yeah, the level design's not great, because it doesn't really encourage you leaving when you started, unless you're using the shotgun entirely for some But yeah, the level design's not great, so that's a fair point. But you could say the same thing about, like, Call of Duty, and it's not a cover shooter. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, is that I don't think that, like, this unsophisticated, uninteresting gameplay is is solely put on cover shooters. I think that a lot of times level design is, is bad on first person shooters and you are stuck in a hallway scenario where you're on one end, just trying to hit the other person. Yeah. And and there are good cases of it before. I think that it's just a matter of the designs of the games rather than the mechanic being bad. Um, I feel like there might be a problem with him comparing uh, cover shooters to an arena shooter like Doom, but I, I don't think I'm erudite enough to put it into words, but I feel like that point's there. I agree. Somewhat. Yeah, those are entirely different. Like, they have entirely Doom different concepts of design. shooter, for sure. At least yeah. new Doom, definitely. Yeah, and they're entirely different but concepts like some... of encounter design and level design and mm-hmm. how you shoot the guns and how, you know what I'm saying? And right. if you're trying but to like argue, that's, like, that's which one you like better, between, then... This is the difference between the... the one game that he showed and uncharted you know what i'm saying like the yeah. entire everything about the game that he gave as an example as what cover sh- shooter should be is like this is not you know what I'm saying it's not even close to the same thing we're not even in cover shooter anymore it's right. just a shooting game that there is cover that you can duck behind well and what's interesting is he gives allowance a little bit for that at the beginning because he mentions that cover shooters were created because hit scan weapons become a popular part of right yeah modern game design and that's that i would say that's the biggest difference between doom and these because yeah right. enemies can miss in doom so exactly yeah. enemies can miss in doom they can and jump at you and miss. essentially the same thing you know what i'm saying like it's like it's just a right baked, same sort of like baked in idea of you're not going to get hit 100 of the time but he never mentions taking away hit scan or anything like that like, it might just video. be something he didn't consider yeah maybe um or an argument he didn't consider I feel like calling that game that he gave as an example a cover shooter is like the same as calling like 
Rainbow Six, a cover shooter, because you can peek around corners. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like no yeah. one would call that game a cover shooter. Vanquish might be more akin to, like, uh, an arena shooter, honestly. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. I was like, it looks like an arena shooter with cover mechanics. Yeah. Yep. And that's why it's probably not a good example, because it's action games where you're rated on how stylish and a big cool guy you can be. So, you know, like, it's... Right. I will absolutely agree with him with the end of what he says when he says that cover systems have never reached their potential or even really explored it at all. Yes. They haven't, like, developed it all from when they were kind of born. Yes. Um, yes. I think he's being a little bit unfair because, again, I think that he, you know, omitted examples of true cover shooters that have done a little bit more with it. But I, but I do agree with him in general that it's, like, it's a, it's a system that has been done the same exact way way too many times Mm -hmm. it's generic it is generic i i think that i don't know if i want them to like here's the thing that i agree with him on is that i don't know if i really want to play just a like just cover shooters anymore like i want to play like i'm okay with cover being a mechanic and i i love that mechanic i like i love playing mass realist i'm yeah, it's realistic, and it makes sense, and it makes for good level design, I think, and it does make for interesting gameplay to me. But I want to play something like Mass Effect, where it's an RPG first with cover mechanics or something. Sure, yeah, like I'm not saying make a cover shooter, I'm just saying make a game that has cover systems that explores what you can do with that more. Like, yeah, maybe not like entirely focus on a cover system, but you can still... Push right, the envelope yeah. of what it can and that's do. I feel like that that was essentially the same sentiment that he ended with, which was we like there are ways that you can use this better, right? And I think that that note is better than his original note, which I think you know this is just typical that when you're you're trying to like criticize something, you go a little bit hyperbolize it and you go a little yeah. bit further than you actually the title, think. The title is kind of just I feel like. Oh, the title's totally unfair, considering that Doom was just yeah. remade really well, and uh, yeah, and that like ruined really well. You know what I'm it's just a live shock inflammatory title because it's like yeah. they didn't, you didn't even necessarily argue that they ruined yeah. shooters. You just you just argued that. But that's not but that's good. yeah, but that's endemic to YouTube. But it's not his yeah. fault. Like, I mean, it's, I mean, no, it's his fault. How, but that's, that's how everybody endemic does to it. how titles work in twenty ten. Yeah, they gotta grab your attention or yeah, commercialism. That's a good way. But, um, yeah. So I All think right. that we've covered that topic quite well. Yeah. Covered. Uh, I get it. Oh. hey Got the oh, puns God. in there. Woo! <laughs> Stop. Um, yeah. And now it's time for the TomCast Music Recommendations section. Enjoy. Thank you. So we're going to move on to our music section of the podcast. No pun. Who would there. like to go first? Well, maybe one pun. I All right, Carter, recommend... you spoke up first. Okay, yeah. You're going. All right, someone better make a pun based upon what I say, or I'll be very disappointed. All right, my... Uh... <laughs> no pressure. My recommendation is... Um... I'm not sure if this is how you're supposed to say it, because it's got an accent above one of the letters, but we're just going to say it's pronounced Boa, B-O-A. The O has an accent on it. Uh, I don't know what accent. Oh, I actually know them, yeah. 
oh, okay, that's good. Well, I'm going to recommend them. I'm going to recommend their album, Twilight. Super good. It, they are rock, but, like, it's not... It's not like full on classic rock. You're like, uh huh, yep, uh huh. It's a little like buck cherry rock. <laughs> wow. <laughs> buck scary rock. <laughs> well, got him. I don't know how to pun boa. There's nothing there. No, there's really nothing there. That's I also don't boa. even know if that's how. I don't even know if that's how you're supposed to say it. So it's a toss up. Is but it yes. Legolas's boa? Uh... Like, there's, a, there's a pun here about a snake. It's another construct. It's like a uh, um, Oh, 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 I got you, I got you. Did they construct a good album? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Constrict. Yeah, that's sort of a constricting choice. Ouch. All Listen, right. no puns are good. Almost no okay. puns are good. All right. So yeah, Boa, album, Twilight. Song? Finger guns. Uh, Song? Yeah. I mean, oh, I thought that was a song name, Finger Guns. <laughs> I thought it was too. Finger Guns. See, Finger Guns. That would be great. There's probably at least one song called Finger Guns. Uh, let's go with let's go with Duvet. D U V E T. Okay. Uh, fun fact about that song, it was used as the opening song for Serial uh, Experiments Lane. There's a fun fact for you. All right. Uh, Nate, do you want to go next? Sure, I want to recommend Gordy with an I. I don't even know how I discovered Dick. She's super... She just appeared in my house. Okay, so this is the music. If you want to, like, recline and close your eyes and listen to a song that's going mm-hmm. to, like, envelop you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like all these things. Uh, and I actually okay. hate closing my eyes. So. And <laughs> I have to warn you. Uh-huh. That she uses auto tune. Okay. Oh, I see why in, this warning is In the made. best possible way. But so auto tune. Auto tune. Just stay away. Okay. People have used auto tune really well. Like Bon Iver. Like fun. It perfect. Um, not like fun. Auto tune no. can be like, strong. No, it gets better. It gets no. better. No, no. It, it doesn't better. get better. The song gets is better. better. It's better. Um, oh, I actually decided that I'm actually okay with fun now that they're not super. But I still hate that they, song. They still have good songs. One they of the songs. Auto tune can be good if you use it to modulate the singer's voice in an actually interesting way, and not nice. just do it throughout the so, whole okay. song. So Gordy. So back to Gordy. Gordy with an I. Right. And also, fun fact: uh, her album cover. What's the name of this album? Why are we back to fun? Reservoir. No, because uh, it gets better. Oh, Gordy's co- fun facts. Shut up. <laughs> the Reservoir cover album. Album cover. Is one of my top twenty-five favorite album covers. Ooh. It's it's Ooh. chilling. At any rate, I want to recommend the song "Heaven I Know." It's it's uh, long and it's atmospheric. Very good stuff. Seth, do you want to go next? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to suggest an artist with probably misleading name. Okay, mm-hmm. for like the kind of music. The mm-hmm. artist's name is Destroyer. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, what that's kind of music? Like... Just go out on a limb. What kind of music metal. do you think of? Speed metal. Speed, yes, death metal, black metal, something like I'm that. I'm going to try to actually guess what it is. It's going to Slu- be... You know what? Yeah. Sludge metal is the one. Sludge metal. Sludge I know metal. that's a genre. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is. New metal. What the hell? What's your actual guess? Jazz. No, but that's actually not decent as in close, because it's not close, but that I appreciate that guess. 
Should have said Ambi. Yeah, I guess um, he's just a singer-songwriter, not folksy, just kind of like he is also part of a band, the band The New Pornographers. You guys listen to them? Yeah. They're like yeah, they're like a mid two thousands indie band. I'm familiar um, with pornography. Alternative, yeah. whatever. Uh anyways, so Dest- Destroyer had an album come out last year called Ken. Like K E N, like mm-hmm. Barbie and Ken. And I would say it's probably the, one of the best, if not the best album of twenty seventeen. Wow. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's real good. It it has oh, a couple of competitions, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's it's a damn good album. Damn good. The uh, the song I suggest is Tinseltown Swimming in Blood. The synth on that album is like perfect. It's like he is like, hmm, 80 synth is cool. How can I top all of it? <laughs> here, here it is. Awesome. All right, my suggestion is um, Eliza Rickman. Okay. Uh, in particular, her related to Alan Rickman. Uh, no. Um, no, her That's album "Oh You Sinners" and the song "Pretty Little Head." She is very ethereal. Her voice is very ethereal, and I think that she She's tries to bring that out through the piano and violins that she uses in her music. Uh, nice. So that's about it. So cool. this has been the Tomcast with has it? I, I myself, wasn't aware. Isaac Michael, and my two brothers Nathaniel and Seth Michael. His and brother, my lazy friend, me. Carter Astor. Uh, we wish you all a very good night. Or good day or whatever. I don't, I don't really care. I just should pee. Oh no! Man, okay. Man. Oh. Nate. What happened? Oh, I can't feel my knee. That should not have hurt that much. Ugh.